Welcome to Dr. Jeffrey Ross, Looking Good and Feeling Great podcast, live from Las Vegas, with his co-host, Daryl Craig Harris. Welcome back to our Looking Good, Feeling Great podcast. How are you doing today, Dr. Roth? I'm doing fabulous. This is Dr. Jeffrey Roth, your board-certified plastic surgeon here in Las Vegas, Nevada, and uh, we're at it again uh, for the podcast. So they, they haven't thrown us off the air yet, so we're just still rolling with it. Yeah, it's a beautiful day in Vegas. It's starting to warm up, thank God. <laughs> yes, so I think everybody down here is is a little bit you know uh, tired of the, the gloom and doom. And, and again, I say that and. Uh, in two weeks, it'll be 120 degrees, and we'll be begging for you know. Yeah, rain. I know. I always, I always remind myself of that. I don't know. Like it's cold. Well, it's not cold compared to Michigan, but right. No, 100. percent All my East Coast guys are going to give me hate mail. Uh, I, I, I understand this, uh, this thing. They do a strange thing here in Las Vegas uh, with the pools, and the pools are very, very big uh, deals here. And fun fact, my uh, late uh, great uh, godfather, Jack Hopel, used to run the Stardust pool back in the day. And he had a few interesting things uh, going on. He was very into transcendental meditation and very into all that kind of stuff, but... Still, he liked to make, you know, a little bit of money and he would make enough money during the summertime to actually then go and live in Mexico for, you know, for nine months out of the year. That's a good plan. (laughs) So it's, yeah, not bad, right? And number one. Number two, back in the day, and we're talking about the 50s and 60s, right? So back in the day, they used to have those big Eisenhower silver dollar coins. Remember those, the dollars? Now, I'm sure they take too much uh, silver. They were real silver. Too much money to make. But he would have this uh, metal trash can, you know, like a wastebasket trash can. And so when you got your towel out and everything else like that, and the pool guy got you all set up, they would often tip with those silver dollars because those silver dollars, they actually, you could use them in the slot machines in right. casinos. Huh? And you'd put the silver dollars in, everything else like that. And then, the, you know, chunk, 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 all this change would come out. And again, you would play with actual change. Nowadays, it's slips and paper and all I that. Kind of, I, yeah, I kind of miss the, the sound of the, of the falling in the- A hundred percent. And yeah. uh, there are some, I think, that still do that and-, and They have you know, like the fake sound. Yes, they have the fake sound <laughs> now, right? So yeah, which is right. Uh, but my grandma, she used to go ahead and, and she, you know, she was a penny or nickel slot. And her hands would be like black, like a coal miners, you know, with all of the, um, right. the change. And you just have the change buckets. Remember, people walk around the change bucket. Anyway, but, and they would tip you with a silver dollar and he would walk over to where the little hut is and then throw the silver dollar into the can so it made a big noise. Bang. And so people would wake up and go, oh, oh yeah, I got to tip these guys. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And so there's the, there's the, you know, there's that. But, um, but anyway, so it's a big deal here and it was always cruel to me because these, there's guys and, and gals there and the girls are, you know, gorgeous. Right. right? And it's Vegas. And yes. You You're know, working on a lot of the old stuff. We, we see a lot. Yeah. We, we see a a lot of that here, uh, but the but those uh, the folks there can make a, a lot of money uh, right. over the season, and then often they'll, they'll go ahead and move inside to the clubs, etc. So yeah, it, but what's cruel I think is is they have tryouts or auditions usually like in the first week of January, like right after Christmas, right? And so these poor girls they can't really enjoy you yeah know, the Thanksgiving, Christmas, the Christmas, Thanksgiving. Right. They also really gotta <laughs> hit it hard, you know, because auditions are coming up in January, and then. That pulls open in March, and so the interesting thing is, 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 <laughs> is it was snowing here in Las Vegas a couple of weeks ago, and again, my East Coast guys would call that Tuesday. Yeah, okay? it's, it's kind of snow. <laughs> it's kind of it sticks a little <laughs> for, for an hour. For, yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> exactly. a little, and so the memes, of course, in Las Vegas is, oh, pool season opens in one week, you know, and it's snowing. <laughs> I know. Um, so the weather here has been a bit bipolar as late, so. 
hopefully um, it's it's getting a little bit uh, a little bit better. But but thank God um, that a lot of rain came to California and a lot of that drought was alleviated. And right, uh, yeah. But we need the snowpack on the uh, western side of the uh, the Rockies. Uh, to yeah, it helps up, our uh, Lake Mead uh, yeah, water levels a, a lot. We need we need that. So the so. old the, uh, the old mob guys won't be showing up. There's that. <laughs> That's, that's stop, sort of an insider stop, joke. Stop, stop, stop looking for bodies. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I didn't see a thing. Exactly. Yeah, didn't see a thing. Um, so today's topic um, is plastic surgery and social media, which is a big topic and something that we deal with on a daily basis. Yes. Um, the ethics around that, how you deal with it, how the best best practices. So let's talk about that. Yeah. Like anything else, it's a, it's, it can be a good thing and bad thing. It's a double-edged sword, right? So one is to get information out to as many people as you can. And if it's good information, if it's uh, coming from the ASPS or ASAPs, it's good stuff. And there's a, a few guys and gals that are really doing a great job uh, on that on a lot of the different social media uh, platforms. And then there are the others. Um, yeah. So <laughs> which are prone to hyperbole or uh, prone to really making funny claims, uh, et cetera, et cetera. So again, like any other advertising, if you will. You have to look with a jaundiced eye uh, at that. Uh, and then check out the guy or gal that's that's doing this. You know, are Again, are they board certified by the American Board of Plastic Surgeons? Uh, right. Do they have hospital privileges to do what you know they're doing, whatever that, that may be? And we've been talking about this for, you know, for as long as I've been talking uh, about plastic surgery, is you really have to do your due diligence and, mm. and make sure that the guy or gal that you're going to you know, really has been trained well and knows his stuff and can handle things in emergency and all that stuff. So, so with all that said, is is go ahead and take a look, and it's not just pretty pictures, but it's uh, it's basically you know your health and and sometimes your life about all this stuff. So that's step one. And then we talked a little bit about ethics and such because we like to think that we're ethical as best we can uh, be. Uh, and by that, the ASPS. Uh, and the Board of Plastic Surgery. Right. If you Explain the ASPS, what that is. Yeah. So there's the American Board of Plastic Surgery, and those are the folks that test you when you get done um, and kind of make sure that you're safe to go out and practice. And then you have continuing medical education units, which means you always have to be educated and reading and, and all that stuff. And so there's a program, and every 10 years you get recertified and, and um, testing it at, at various places along the timeline. So those folks uh, are the ones that say if you're board certified or not. Okay. So that's number one. And their authority comes from the American Board of Medical Subspecialties, which has been around for a long time. And they it's, it's really arduous standards. Okay. So that's that part. And then there's a couple of groups, the American Society of Plastic Surgeons, which all of the members are board certified plastic surgeons. And those folks we have meetings and again they have continuing medical education uh things and they sometimes will put out ethical advisories there's also uh the american asaps the american society for aesthetic plastic surgeons and those are again board certified plastic surgeons that really specialize in aesthetic medicine right. and they also put out advisories have medical education forums etc cetera, etc cetera. so those are the folks that i really look for of okay really what's happening you know what's safe guidance etc cetera, et cetera. and yeah and ethical guide and stuff. Now, according to those folks, uh, yes, one, you can advertise. Two is um, we plastic surgeons take a lot of pictures, right? And they, they, a lot of people make fun of us in residency. They say, oh, you guys are really just general surgeons with cameras, right? So, and back in the day- <laughs> Well, uh, documentation's 
Super. Yeah, it, it went 100 years ago when I was a resident, we were the only ones running around with cameras. And of course, the cameras were the big, you know, Nikon, you know, right. the things yeah. that you're running uh, running around with. Old film. So, yeah, uh, uh, Kodakom slides uh, film. <laughs> and you had to uh, send it to Rolling Jersey. Old school. <laughs> you had to send it to Jersey and it come back <laughs> to in two, two weeks, right? Yeah. Et cetera, et cetera, which kind of, if you had a presentation to make in one week, you're like, oh God, then you had to run it down uh, and get it special. To, anyway, now you have this thing on your hip, everybody's got one. And then you can take really good photos with. Right. When I was um, uh, at UCSF, uh, I was they rotate us everywhere. And once I was at the VA, and I get this page from the vascular room, and I'm like, "Hey guys, how how we doing?" Because sometimes they need you to come in and swing a flap, or you know, who knows what. And they said, uh, "No, no, no, we're fine. Everything's right." And as a matter of fact, um, we found this really interesting vascular and anatomy anomaly that we've never seen before. And we know you guys carry cameras. Can you come here and take a picture? <laughs> and the year was, you know, 2000. Right. right? Yeah. And uh, I said, yeah, okay. So I went down there and took a bunch of, you know, uh, you know, Kodachromes and uh, sent them yeah. back to him and they made a, made a presentation about it. So yeah, you, you can use photos, you can use befores and afters, but you can't touch them. And, uh, which is well, something that we, I mean, cause I, I handle some of that for the practice right. and that's something we've talked about quite a bit is yeah. there's no blemish removing. There's no, yeah. so, none and, of that. And, right. uh, another funny story with that is, is, you know, when you very first come out and for me, that was 20 years ago, how that happened. So you're building your, you know, what we used to call a brag book, right? This was before computers. And, uh, you, you'd have cool. like this, this, um, you know, this book of your befores and afters and people would go ahead and just like, like an, it was like an old photo book with the, you know, the, the saran, you know, on top of it. <laughs> I know I'm dating myself anyways. So you're like, Oh, I gotta get, you know, I gotta get some good photos and all that. And so this gal, I think she was from Montana, a very nice gal. She came in and, uh, we did liposuction and she got a, a great result home run. I'm like, Oh boy, this is gonna be great for the brag book. And so she just happened to call and she says, you know, I never come to Vegas, but I'm here for a blah, blah, blah. I'm leaving town. Can I come by? Yeah, come on by. So it came in and she was a home run. Everything's great. I'm like, oh, this is great. So we go ahead and we take the photos, et cetera, et cetera. And she says, okay, bye. We'll see you. You know, okay, great. And uh, so at the end of the day, you come back. He's busy. You're running around. At the end of the day, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go through the photos. And so she, she must have went to the bathroom right before she had the photo because uh, we did her flanks, right? So she had that red ring that you oh. get when you like <laughs> sit on the potty. You yeah, know? that can happen. And, uh, and I'm like, because oh. <laughs> it, it was a great photo, but you couldn't Can't use it. use it. Right. right. So you're just like, oh, so easy come, easy go. So since then, we've had a couple extra more photos. We're all right. Yeah. But that's the thing. So so the befores and afters, and in fact, photos and plastic surgeons, the reason why we use photos is because it's a lot easier to show a photo worth a thousand words, right? Then you say, well, she's got a 2.5 centimeter lesion, three millimeters from the lateral canthral fold, or you just send a picture. We get beaten slash trained in residency to take these standardized photos. And if you look on our website and stuff, you'll see it all has a blue background and and there's, you know, certain, you know, parameters, uh, yeah, parameters, et cetera, et cetera. And so board certification plastic surgery is a two-part thing. One is the didactic, all of the learning and what does methotrexate do and anatomy and all that jazz. Great. You pass that. And then the second one is they want a few of your cases, they want five cases, and they have another 40 to go through. And with those cases, they look at everything from uh, how you dictate to how you're thinking and what you're billing and are you ethical and buying your pictures. And you go to this place to sit for these boards and four guys got sent home for bad photos. They don't even get to sit for the boards. Uh, and so wow. that's, that's why we take it uh, so seriously. So yeah. 
so that's plastic surgery and photos and why we're so you know crazy about it. And, and what I do with the photos, and again, it's a little bit geeky, but what I'll do is, is I'll print them out after the patient leaves and then I'll draw them and I'll figure out angles and where this mm. should go. And it's really kind of a game plan. So, so that's important. So well, and it's a great use of modern technology, like you said. I mean, it's it's nice to have that visual. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And some folks have computer systems and all that kind of stuff. Now, there are some real shutterbugs that happen to be plastic surgeons. And there was this terrific article, I think it was in the White Journal, PRS, about basically how your cell phone camera is lying to you. And mm. by that, they did the uh, Apple system and they did uh, uh, Samsung system uh, or Android system. And they basically really got into you know, a focal length and, and all the stuff that I have no idea. Uh, I mean, you know, because you're a professional photographer and you work with, you know, the Sports Illustrated NFL and, and all that stuff. But they really delve into the details about how there's a certain percentage of distortion when you take a selfie, right. et cetera, et cetera, which is really interesting. One, two, we here in our office have seen that a couple times, and it's usually the tip of the nose, because with that camera at one arm distance away, with that angle right. and with that light, the nose the tip will be really it sharp. Looks, well, yeah, it looks more bulbous than it's supposed to be, and so people come in and they go, "Oh, doc, I need my nose done," and when I'm looking, I'm like, "No," and we actually then shoot with our own, you know, can't standardized camera. And then we go ahead and we hand it to him like, no, that's really how your nose works. And uh, they go, oh. Well, you know, that that's actually too part of that. I mean, even related to social media somewhat, but um, Zoom, um, meetings. Zoom meetings and Zoom camera stuff, which is something that we're, I mean, I'm dealing with that personally. I'm, I'm not stuff, used to looking, used at, to looking my at my face and all of a sudden I'm like, oh, I've got more chins than I right. thought I did. Right. And, you know, and that all, and also too, I mean, related to video for social media, um, which is something that people, that's a really kind of still a new phenomenon where people are seeing themselves and they're noticing things that they would have never noticed before. Maybe. 100%. Now, we talk to patients and we take photos, frontal, three-quarter views, side views, and back. And some people, I mean, when's the last time you took a picture of your back, right? Like never, right? right. So, but if you're if you're here for right, the liposuction of the flanks, they go, wow, is that is that how I look? Or oh, is that my true profile? Or etc cetera, etc cetera. so people see themselves in the mirror day after day after day right. but then sometimes right. when you hold an actual photo to them like oh, who's that oh that's actually you oh uh, and then we go ahead and delve into the pluses and minuses and and, and, and all of that so that's just the photographic portion of it and i had um, one other super gal smart uh lawyer the whole thing and she says hey when i take a picture my left eyebrow always goes up i'm like oh that's interesting i said so she gave me all these photos and I'm like, hmm. And I said, and I took pictures of her and her eyebrow was fine. I said, show me how you do your photo. And she took it in her left hand and put it up above her left eyebrow right. and looked up at it. And I said, well, there's your, your problem right there. Is you, you look up and you raise your eyebrow when you're looking up. You put the, put the camera in front of you. And we took a couple pictures and her eyebrow was okay. I know. It's funny. It's like obvious, but not, but not obvious. <laughs> So with that, you really have to temper what people are seeing. The other thing is, is what you're seeing on uh, social media and Instagram and everything else like that, unless it's from a board certified plastic surgeon before his afters. Now these folks are using filters on top of filters and, and Photoshop and everything else. And we've had this discussion before is, as you talk to um, Cindy Crawford, who's gorgeous, by the way, met her, met her twice. And she's actually, you know, talking about her. She's been posting a lot of photos with oh, no makeup. Oh, 100%. Because, which I think which is, is great. Which is great. Which I think it's great. And when she 
she's gorgeous, right? And then two, but she says, look, you know, if I have a photo shoot, for, I get ready for it for two weeks in advance. She says, I'm a mom. I have curlers in my hair when I roll out of bed in the morning. I don't right. look like that. Right. And so, and then she says, it's two hours of makeup and it's two hours of lighting and the best photographers yeah. in the world. And then they Photoshop. Right. So she says, look, right. I don't look like me. That's not when I roll out. And so sometimes we'll have that discussion with, especially, you know, your 17 year olds, like, hey, I want to look like her. Like, well, she doesn't look like her. Exactly. And, that, and that's a very important topic. I mean, actually, we have International Women's Day today. Absolutely. So shout out <laughs> um, to all the women out there who are holding it down. God bless you guys. Exactly. But I mean, that's a very important topic in terms of plastic surgery and teens and and what they're seeing out in the world. Like a lot of what they see is not 100%, 100% real. Right. So, oh, most of it isn't, especially when you when they're trying to sell you something. Now, yeah. whether they're selling you something, whether it's a product, a makeup, a, a can of soda, whatever the game may be, a car, a one, or nowadays people are selling their likeness, uh, meaning they want to be influencers because then they can go ahead and um, monetize that, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So, and some of them are great and they're giving out great advice, et cetera, et cetera, and some not so much. And like anything else, caveat and poor, you really have to do your due diligence and then figure out who's, um, who's, who's telling the truth to you. And and some folks do that really well. I mean, the Kardashians, uh, we were just talking about that. Mom Kardashian and Ryan Seacrest are geniuses. You know, um, that's the thing, because people, people sometimes will deride them or whatever, but I mean, but you can't deny yeah, it's hard, the power. It's, of it's hard to completely social media driven and that, and that phenomenon driven. And so, right. and so a lot of people are trying to emulate that success, sure, sure. but they don't have the powerhouse of a Ryan Seacrest or a money or and all that to, um, uh, you know, mom Jenner to, to, to get that on. Uh, so, so yeah, that's part of what we talk about and deal with here at Las Vegas Plastic Surgery uh, in as much as is, is not just, okay, can you do things, but, you know, kind of the why, you know, why you're really doing this thing and do you really need to do it, et cetera, et cetera. And, right. and more and more of our patients are getting uh, younger. I mean, Botox was 40 and 50 year olds and now it's 30 year olds and now you get some 20 year olds coming in right. here more for preventative and, and stuff. And that kind of comes into the whole ethical question. Is, is that a, I mean, what's the appropriate age? Is there an appropriate age? I don't right. know. Well, how do, how do you I deal th- with it? I think it's basically an individual uh, type of thing. And again, I spend too, arguably too much time with uh, patients. If you ask these consultants and such, uh, it's because I really do want. I ask that question, and uh, I, and we turn people away, um, especially some young folks that uh, aren't ready for it or want or have unrealistic expectations. Not just young folks, everybody. You know what I mean? Or um, or m- medically, it, it's not going to help them. Uh, and so, yeah, no, we're the guy that says no. Um, and some other guys and gals may have a different opinion. That's okay, uh, but uh, basically, that's that we kind of go on a on a case by case basis as far as that goes. But but that's a trend that we've been seeing. And to your point, also, yeah, we've been seeing more and more people come in on the on the Zoom thing. Uh, but yeah, but be careful out there in um, in social media land, and you go ahead and check out that person, and uh, and really make sure that they kind of are who they say they are. Uh, and I think that's that's important. And that also comes into the area of, of, you know, checking out the reviews. And that's important. I think, you know, it, it's, it's, it's good to see what other people are saying sure. about the doctor. And, and also, too, you know, what's your thought on TV doctors, uh, spe- especially like there's some very popular plastic surgery shows. I know you know some of the folks. Sure. Um, and some of them are board certified. Some are not. 
Um, what's your kind of feeling about that in general? I think it's okay if done right. For example, I, I, I think the Bosch show, et cetera, et cetera, I think it makes a couple good points. And sure, it's Hollywood yeah. kids, so they're going to go for the most spectacular. It's fun. It's you know, fun. Kind of, and if you if you look at it through that lens of, okay, they're going to go for the, you know, the wow before and after. Right. Oh, okay, okay, sure. But I think some of the underlying things that are good is, is that, yeah, it's a contact sport. People can get hurt. Okay, so that's one. And then two, if you notice, most of the folks that got hurt weren't going to guys who and gals who are board certified plastic surgeons, et cetera. So okay. right. with that said, the other thing too is uh, it's not a, oh, I'm going to go ahead and get my surgery Friday and be back at work and water skiing on Monday, right? They actually said, okay, well, yeah, this is going to be a year project and et cetera, et cetera. And we're going to go ahead and redo this and redo that and blah, 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 and everything else like that. And we're going to see you for a year and then we're going to judge the result that we have. So mm-hmm. I think that that's good because again, I wish I had a magic wand to heal up the uh, body faster and they're working on those things, but they haven't come to their fruition. But I think it's good that they are actually saying that, hey, your body's going to take some time right. to heal this up. One, And then two is you have to take care of your body during the healing process not to mess up the stuff that you just did and we really see this especially in hand surgery and once upon a time i was a hand surgeon but you can be the best hand surgeon in the world i was not but you do this great surgery but if the patient doesn't go to occupational therapy and right. doesn't squeeze the ball do and part. doesn't do the thing it's <clears throat> not going to work we see that especially in hand, in hand surgery because it's so technically based and the hand is such a beautiful complex thing but we see it in in all of the surgeries that that, that we do so and and compliance with instructions is is a, is a big thing. You, you gotta not smoke. You gotta eat protein. You gotta um, you know massage the stuff you need to massage. So so all of those all of those things. Right. Well, I mean, it's too. I'm I'm sure that it's better. You get a better result if you're going in the first time versus having to repair something that was already damaged by somebody else. Yeah, revision of surgery is always uh, an interesting an interesting thing, and and oftentimes. It happens. Happens. Everybody happens to me, uh, and sometimes we get folks coming in like, "Ugh, I should have listened," you know, before. That's right. the, that's a typical kind of thing. Sometimes so they, try, they try to save money and they right, go or, yeah. or whatever. Or hey, I you know I had whatever done, and then I went water skiing on day three or whatever the case may be. <laughs> right. So and again, sometimes the patient did everything absolutely right, and it's just. You know, it didn't it didn't work out, and you got to go fix it. So, mm-hmm. not to blame patients or point fingers and stuff, but if you want to go ahead and get the best result, then you know, try to stick with the program. And to your point about social media and checking folks out, not only just the web page, because again, you can make a beautiful web page with beautiful pictures and all that stuff, but then also. I like to encourage folks to see three board certified plastic surgeons before making a decision. It drives my office manager crazy when I do that. <laughs> um, but but true, because I think you have to like the doctor and then you have to like the staff because you're going to be interacting yeah, with them Yeah, there needs to be chemistry lot, there. Right? right. And you got to yeah. like what they're saying and, and what their options are. And you got to, you know, and, and that sort of thing. And then ask questions like, okay, if there's a problem, you know, do you have privileges to admit me to the uh, hospital? You know, right. what happens in the middle of the night, et cetera. So ask, and guys aren't offended. Uh, yeah. and gals and guys and gals are are not uh, offended uh, by that um, because we too play what if for a living, and we have a plan A and B and C and Q and uh, and and all of that, and and that's part of the training the training that we have. 
Getting back to the social media stuff, uh, I, I think that if we can get good information out there, and to mm. your point, there are some good shows uh, out there. There are some that are really just kind of glorified advertisements. Okay, fine. For the latest, <laughs> We've talked about them, but we won't name names. <laughs> right. So for the latest machine that goes whiz or bang or lights up right. or, or you know, other folks that have the newest and greatest and latest. But if you really get down to it, it's, it's like anything else. Can they, you know, can they do the job? Right. Yeah. And I mean, ultimately, the, the patient outcome is the most important thing Absolutely. at the end of the day. Well, it's, so. it's paramount. You know, right. I mean, you can have a, a you know beautiful office and you can, you know, wear designer, you know, in suits and all that kind of stuff. But the rubber really hits the road, you know, when the scalpel goes on the skin. Right. And uh, um, and that's that's the important part. And then but before that is setting yourself up for success and avoiding or trying to avoid uh, issues before you get to the operating room and then afterwards uh, going ahead and making sure like we just talked about that there's perioperative care and there's access to perioperative care and uh, um, that the patient has incentive to, to follow that to get the best results. So again, it's all about putting your ducks in a row to try to get yourself the best result. Right. Yeah. And social media, just the biggest and most important thing is don't always believe what you see. Do, do your research, uh, do your due, due, due diligence. It's hard to say. Um, and make sure that uh, that you're getting the best uh, doctor for your situation and what you want to right. accomplish. And it may, it may be different from, you know, your mom to you, to your cousin. I mean, everybody's got different personalities and different right. goals and aspirations. And uh, so my thing is, is, you know, by all means, uh, you know, talk to your regular doctor about it, talk to family, go look on the websites for uh, ASPS and uh, ASAPs as well. Uh, and then, uh, and then, you know, go from there. But like I says, is it, it, I think it's, I think it's, it's here to stay. Uh, social media is not going uh, anywhere. It's going to change. I mean, you know, we both lived through the days of, you know, uh, Friendster and MySpace, MySpace is still around exactly. and, and all that stuff. Um, and then, you know, who knows what's going to happen with TikTok and, and all right. that. Um, but it's going to it's going to ebb and flow and change. But it's going to be tough to put the genie back in the bottle now that everybody has this on their hips and it's very entertaining. And I myself get you know entertained by that kind of stuff all the time. Right. Uh, but when it comes down to, okay, I'm going to make a decision about my uh, health or have something changed, then that's a different category. Then you got to right. step it. Then you got to step it up. Yeah. Due diligence, do it. Make sure you know what you're getting yourself into. That's yeah. very important. I'm um, speaking of social media yes. and all that. How, how can people find us? Oh, we're all over the place. So yeah, our, our, co- <laughs> our corners, yeah, again, no kidding. Our cornerstone is the website, of course, which is uh, www.jjrothmd.com. That's J-J-R-O-T. THMD.com. Uh, and there, I think, is a uh, treasure trove of uh, befores and afters, like we talked about. Uh, I think useful information. We're trying to put a lot more information uh, on there so people can use that as a resource. Um, so that's that part of it. Uh, we are on uh, YouTube, we're on Instagram, we're on uh, Twitter as well as Facebook. And so we're, and we're TikTok and, and TikTok, <laughs> the aforementioned TikTok. Yeah, so it's a long list. So, yeah. So, so yeah. And like I said, it's, it's always something. Um, but having said that is, is, yeah, we're on all of that. So if you like any of those um, uh, stations or outlets or whatever like that, uh, we're there. And then you've already found us uh, here uh, on the uh, radio slash uh, podcast. So um, if you want us to feature anything, or if you have questions about anything, by all means, reach out to us at the office we still answer the phone too uh or give us a uh, email there's a contact page on the website as well so yeah we're easy to to get to and get to and get to find 
Yeah, please check out the podcast description. We have all links and ways of contacting us, social media links, everything is all there. And thank you so much for joining us. Please like and subscribe. We appreciate that so you can hear our future and past episodes. And thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so very much. And uh, we'll see you guys soon. Have a great day. Thank you so much for joining us. For further information, please visit the podcast website link for Dr. Jeffrey Roth. See you next time.